Welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast with Joshua Latimer, where we discuss business, life, family, faith, struggle, fire, pain, and ultimately winning. It's time to take massive action. Look, I, I can't work harder on your life or business than you do. It's ultimately all on you. You know, God created all the food the birds would ever need, but he doesn't put it in their nest. You've got to go get it. 10 out of 10 people die. So how about doing something today that actually matters while you still can? Hey, Josh. Andy Mishkaroff, the Hoda Wendy Cleaning in Minnesota here. Just giving you a quick call um, to say I'm absolutely loving the podcast every day. It's total awesome, mega value. Um, my favorites are definitely the uh, when people call in and ask a question. It's got the very, like, uh, a really cool Dave Ramsey type of vibe um, when you're able to answer questions. So keep it coming. Thanks. What up, Andy? Hope you're doing well. Well, I'm glad you are liking the questions and answers. It actually helps me a lot myself, too, because I make a podcast every day. And sometimes it's, it's interesting in how my creative juices can be sparked when someone just asks a simple question. So that's what I'm going to do today, and here is the question for today. Hey, Josh, this is Dave Bishop from Eagle One Softwash in North Carolina. First of all, I'd just like to thank you for all the podcasts and all the help, but I do have a question on the systems. I'm just a starting company, and I would like to know, like, response he did, send him, which I already have. Um, you know, what would you work on what system would you suggest for a starting company to get involved with out of these uh, systems? If if you have any suggestions, that'd be great. Hope to hear from you soon. Take care and God bless. All right, Dave, thank you so much for calling and asking that. I think it's a great question. We do have lots and lots and lots of new listeners who have young companies. You know, you got to understand the home service industries most of them are highly fragmented industries. And what that means is, is that for a lot of them, there's a low barrier to entry. So people come into the industry, they don't last very long, and then they leave. And then there's another new person, and another new person, and another new person. And it's fascinating to me um, how this happens. And it's interesting, like even growing our podcast, it's like herding cats, getting all the home service industry people to like know about this podcast and and start consuming the information because I think what happens is most of the people that start home service businesses, whether it's a cleaning company or a lawn care company, landscaping, we come at it from the perspective of first being an employee or we watch someone else do it. And from the outside with not having a lot of understanding, we, we hear a story about how someone washed a house and made $200 an hour. And we think, oh my God, I I can wash a house, right? And it's not until after you get into actually trying to build a business do you realize how hard it really is and that there's this whole other animal underneath the surface that needs to be developed, which is the back end of your business. People get overwhelmed. They don't have the support structure. They don't have the education. They don't have uh, really the motivation to go through the fire and to finish and to figure it out, even though they could they fall away. And so there's this constant turnover. That's why for the people listening to this show, if you can really go deep and wrap your head around the things that we talk about every day here, you can win really, really big in this industry. People are performing at a pretty low level in general. There's tons of confusion and there's not uh, information overload. Like I always say, there's opinion overload. You go on the internet, you're like, how do I grow my business? And then 17 people give you an answer, but 16 out of the 17 have absolutely no uh, 
credentials to give you an appropriate answer, right? One of the things that drives me crazy is that uh, when people give opinions, like for example, the, this caller's question, you know, what should I do? What system should I focus on? I'm new. I, I bought a couple softwares. What what system should I focus on first, right? If you ask that in a Facebook group, you're going to get a, a whole bunch of different answers. Uh, but they're not all created equal because there needs to be a little bit more context. Now, if you were sitting in front of me, Dave, and I could ask you about your you know your background, what your financial position is like, how much capital do you have or don't have, do you have debt, where is that debt, are you commingling your business finances and your personal finances? There's like a lot, a lot, a lot of things under the hood of getting something uh, ready and structured to be successful successful with a small business, but there are general rules of thumb as well. And one of the things that I think helps people a lot is when I talk about the five stages of business. Now, this is a way, the reason I I created like that phraseology is to kind of demystify a really complex subject because there's a lot of moving parts in a business. The, The trick though for you to understand is that you don't have to accomplish all of it at the same time. You just need to accomplish one thing and then the next thing and then the next thing. And it's hard to know what to do in what order. And so when I talk about the five stages, I'm, I'm doing that in an effort to make a, a complex idea be simplified so you can kind of identify, all right, where am I at right now? What is the next big domino I need to knock over? Because, you know, when I make a 15-minute podcast and, I, and I'm all on fire and passionate, like that's all genuine and, and hopefully amazingly helpful to you. But there are nuances and weird things happen. And a lot of the the decisions we make are situational based not only on like your current position, where your business is, what type of industry you're in, what part of the country you're in, all that's real. But it's harder for me to address on the podcast because it's all situational. Um, But the other thing that's important is understanding what you want out of your business in the first place. You know, if you want to make like 50,000 a year and work 15 hours a week, that's a completely different like path than if you want to build a $3 million, you know, beast that you want to sell one day for millions, right? So it just, it depends. And being a podcast listener, like all of you, you have to read between the lines and connect some of the dots. And this is just another reason why I say being in community is so very, very helpful to you because there's all these little specific nuanced sub questions that need to be answered too. And so if you get in a mastermind group, if you join the Growth Fault, that's a free Facebook group that I run on Facebook, you can ask questions that are more nuanced there and give some more context and stuff. But to get back to the original question for today, um, the thing that stood out to me is that he has a new business and he's already invested in Send Gym and in Responsibit. And that's great because I'm the owner of Send Gym. So, way, woohoo, you're a customer. That's awesome. But from a business consultant standpoint, I see people make mistakes like this a lot. Not that the caller made a mistake, but they make the mistake of trying to buy their way into business growth when they should be trying to invest their time towards business growth. So um, like in the Sales and Marketing Super Course that Send Gym is just getting ready to, to release to the world here, the very first module I take you through helps you visually lay out your revenue goals in a way that most of you have never seen in your life. And it helps you understand the step-by-step chunking throughout the whole season based on the natural buying cycles of your market, like where you have to be each week, when you need to hire, when you're going to have to buy equipment, all of those things. But one of the pieces in that first module, I talk about what should you do regarding marketing? Should you invest your time or should you invest your money or should you have a hybrid approach where you're investing a little bit of your time and a little bit of your money? It's actually pretty simple to figure out. It's just hard to explain on a podcast because I need to show you with a spreadsheet and show you some of the numbers and things. And all that will be in the super course for everybody that picks that up when it's, when it's available. But in general, in general, 
a new business needs to go heavy on the time investment, and not just because they're trying to pinch pennies, but because it's really important that you understand from the very bottom level up how your business works, what your customers are like, what they want, what their pain points are. And there really is not a shortcut to deeply understand that other than doing bog marketing, boots on the ground. Uh, You have to get out and talk to people and shake hands and kiss babies and network. And yes, you'll be nervous, but you have to do it. And you have to do it with uh, with massive levels uh, of activity. Like you can't do a little bit of it. You can't dabble with it because you're going to fail. And this is one of the big reasons people go out of business. You need to become the cornerstone pillar person in your community that does the thing that you do. People need to know who you are. You know, the market's big, the opportunity's big, but no one knows that you exist and no one cares that you exist. How do we change that? Well, we change it by you getting out there and representing your company. And so rather than just buying a bunch of expensive equipment or hiring a team too quick or spending tens of thousands of dollars on marketing, hoping hoping that it like gives you this magical business, one of the smartest things you can do, even if you do have the capital, is to go out and knock on doors and to go to networking meetings and do cold marketing for commercial accounts and like just start meeting people. Go to B&I groups, join a Toastmasters club so you can learn how to give a public presentation. Like that stuff might make you want to throw up a little and makes you nervous, but it's not forever. It's not forever. It's about laying a proper foundation so that you understand how to talk to people, how to explain the service you offer, how to sell things, how to ask for the business at the end of the sales presentation. You know, there's so many things that most people are doing wrong that they're not even aware of, and they're never going to fix it because they don't do it often enough, right? I can't remember where I read this, but to be like considered pro level, like a master at anything requires 10,000 hours of investment. Like if you're going to be an Olympic athlete or you're going to be a world famous violinist or something, you have to dedicate humongous amounts of time into the craft. I'm not saying it's going to take you 10,000 hours to, to master your small business, but I do want you to understand whatever number in your head you think you need to do to, be, to get your business momentum spun up in the early days, you need to multiply it by 10 at least. You know, I talk to people and they say, Josh, I put out 500 door hangers and it's not working. And I, I try to be nice about it, but I'm like, listen to me. You need to put out 50,000 door hangers. You know, you need to put out 5,000. You, you have to do more of it or else you don't even have a big enough sample size to know if it's working. And you, maybe you did it in the wrong time of year. But if you did you know, 500 every week for the whole season, yeah, you're gonna waste some money. Yeah, you're gonna be tired. But look at what you gain in experience. And you're gonna be able to weather the storm of year one and two and three while other people come in and then fall back into getting a job because they, they didn't go deep enough. They didn't go hard enough. If you wanna live a life like other people, if you wanna have something most people don't have, you have to do things most people are not willing to do. There is not a magic fairy corn, <laughs> fairy corn. There's not a magic unicorn fairy dust solution to fix this, okay? You have to work. You have to work, which yeah, I think it's really important to invest your time. So I think I'm rambling, but thank you so much for the call. You know, I think uh, I just love it when you guys ask questions and I wanna encourage all the small businesses out there to just make the decision to just say, screw it, I'm going for it, I'm all in. And do it for a season. Give it like a year of you just being beast mode without any expectation of outcome or trying to predict exactly what's gonna happen, which you can't accurately do anyway. If you're brand new, the only one thing you need to measure is your own level of effort directly on driving sales. That's it. Don't be looking on online all the awesome equipment you're gonna buy when you make a bajillion dollars. That's all garbage, that's all fake, it doesn't exist. The only thing that exists 
are your tennis shoes sitting by the door that you need to tie around your foot and then walk out that door and go start shaking hands and kissing babies and becoming the person. Every single relationship you build is potentially worth tens of thousands of dollars over the lifetime of that relationship. Uh, my friend David, who I know listens to this podcast every day, uh, I've been working with him on bog marketing and trying to get the, the switch to go off in his head to say, David, like you're super talented. You need to be out there. We need to do time blocking. You need to be like 20 to 30 hours a week, literally invested driving sales. And gradually over the last few weeks, he's been doing it. We talked this last week and he's like, Josh, I, I got five jobs worth this amount of money and it took this amount of hours. And when we figured out the math on it, he made $2,000 an hour. And when you are selling a repeat service, like a home service thing, right? And you get one account because you're grinding, hustling and networking and doing boots on the ground stuff. When you do that, you're literally making thousands of dollars per hour. It's just hard for you to see it that way because you're thinking super short term. If you get one account that's $500 for a cleaning and you do it twice a year and then you can have that client for eight years, that's $8,000 in actual real money that is going to go into your pocket. Okay, It's going to come to you off of that one client. Yet, we do just enough to fail. We invest just enough time to almost succeed. And it's really sad and depressing. I don't want it to be sad and depressing. I want you to have what you want. So get out there and just go do it. Pop in your headphones. Go to the archives of the Quick Talk podcast. Listen to podcasts while you walk. It'll keep you encouraged. And then join the Growth Vault on Facebook. And then, like, when you're having a bad day, post in there and we'll encourage you and tell you to go get it. Because then you can be around like-minded people who are already doing what it is that you are trying to do. Now, in conclusion, software is not bad. It's good. Software is a time multiplier. It saves you tremendous time. It gives you advantages and leverage and all kinds of stuff. Responsibit is an absolutely amazing tool. So is Send Jim. That's why I built it. I think it's amazing. But it will not build a business for you by itself. You have to be the person to build the business. The software tools are what accent and complement and leverage your time once you get that momentum going. Uh, I would hate for someone... and I. I as a matter of fact, many, many times I've told people, don't don't give me money. I don't want your thousand bucks for a send gym thing or whatever. Like, I don't want that. Like, what you need to do is this season, you need to do the bog thing and do this and this and this, get this much in cash reserves, and then come back. Then we can serve you at a high level. You have some customers. You'll have more confidence. You'll be more financially stable. Because uh, I don't want to, I just want to tell people the truth. It's not going to save your day. You are going to save the day by getting your shoes on and doing what most people are not willing to do. Hope that helps. Take care. God bless. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Hey, thanks for hanging out, friends. And from all of us here at the Quick Talk Podcast team, we hope you love today's show. We hope that you were inspired to become a doer and not just a listener. Apply what you've heard today in your own business and watch things change for the better. Lastly, remember that all the money in the world can't save your soul. Seek first the kingdom of God, my friends. We'll see you next time. For more information about the Quick Talk Podcast or Joshua's other businesses, visit our website, quicktalkpodcast.com. Have a blessed day.
Hey, thanks for hanging out, friends. And from all of us here at the Quick Talk Podcast team, we hope you love today's show. We hope that you were inspired to become a doer and not just a listener. Apply what you've heard today in your own business and watch things change for the better. Lastly, remember that all the money in the world can't save your soul. Seek first the kingdom of God, my friends. We'll see you next time. For more information about the Quick Talk Podcast or Joshua's other businesses, visit our website, quicktalkpodcast.com. Have a blessed day.